0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Sin Student Ministries' Anchored Podcast. Today we're in First Corinthians chapter 16, which reads, Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I directed the churches of Galatia, so you also are to do. On the first day of every week, each of you is to put something aside and store it up, as he may prosper, so that there will be no collecting when I come. And when I arrive, I will send those whom you accredit by letter to carry your gift to Jerusalem. If it seems advisable that I should go also, they will accompany me. I will visit you after passing through Macedonia, for I intend to pass through Macedonia, and perhaps I will stay with you or even spend the winter, so that you may help me on my journey wherever I go. For I do not want to see you now just in passing. I hope to spend some time with you, if the Lord permits. But I will stay in Ephesus until Pentecost, for a wide door for effective work is open to me, and there are many adversaries. When Timothy comes, see that you put him at ease among you, for he is doing the work of the Lord as I am. So let no one despise him. Help him on his way in peace, that he may return to me, for I am expecting him with the brothers. Now concerning our brother Apollos, I strongly urged him to visit you with the other brothers, but it was not at his will to come now. He will come when he has opportunity. Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Now I urge you, brothers, you know that the household of Stephanus were the first converts in Achaia, and that they have devoted themselves to the service of the saints. Be subject to such as these, and to every fellow worker and laborer. I rejoice at the coming of Stephanus and Fortunatus and Achaicus, because they have made up for your absence, for they refreshed my spirit as well as yours. Give recognition to such people. The churches of Asia send you greetings. Aquila and Prisca, together with the church in their house, send you hearty greetings in the Lord. All the brothers send you greetings. Greet one another with a holy kiss. I, Paul, write this greeting with my own hand. If anyone has no love for the Lord, let him be accursed. Our Lord, come. The grace of the Lord Jesus be with you. My love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. As we get here to chapter 16 of 1 Corinthians, we actually wrap up the entire book. And so when Paul is trying to wrap this up, he does a lot of the things that we would normally see in these letters in terms of giving some greetings and talking through the personal situations that he needs to address with this church. So while this chapter is very much descriptive, there is one really huge part that I would like for us to focus in on today, and we see that in verses 13 and 14. It says, be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong, let all that you do be done in love. And so I really take this as the biggest thing that Paul is trying to say to this church as a whole, to be watchful, to take care what they hear, and to look at that through the lenses of Scripture as he is displayed in this entire book on how they're supposed to react to these thoughts These people, these teachings, these practices, these traditions that are taking place in Corinth. So they're to watch them. They're to stand firm in the faith. They're not to waver from what it is they have been taught. They're not to look to adjust to the things around them. They're not to look to seek to appease those others who are coming in. They're not to do anything aside from what they have seen in the foundation of their faith. They're to do this and to be strong. In doing so, they're supposed to do it with confidence, understanding that they stand on the foundation of the gospel. But even the most important part of what they're doing is that verse 14, "...let all that you do be done in love." Everything that they're supposed to be doing is to be characterized by the selfless, sacrificial love that they've talked about here in this book, because that's not been present. Much of what they have seen in the church has been done at the expense of others, rather than for the purpose of serving one another in love. And so as he charges them to continue to act in love, what he's really saying is this will be what allows you to be the gospel light in your city. This will be what allows you to cover up the sins and the weaknesses, in the different discussions and dissensions, and the relational drama and the other things that are happening in the church. This will allow you to do that because love covers a multitude of sins. The love of Jesus pays the penalty of our sin as we continue to extend that selfless love that is considering others' needs, that is focused on them, that is never-ending, that is given unconditionally, that will allow them to be built up to be the church that God desires them to be in Corinth. And so as he walks through these different situations and the greetings and the other things, he really hammers in this focal point for the church, that they are to stand firm in their faith and continue to act in all things with love. And so I pray that is a encouragement to us today, understanding that whatever situation we're in, we have not only the call, but we also have the ability to stand firm in our faith. Because we know that God is with us, and we know that His Spirit is with us, and we know that His teachings encourage us how to live a godly life in a culture that does not value that. And so we will seek to do that today, each one of us, in whatever situation God has given us or placed us in for this season, knowing that, the main thing that will allow us to do that is to act and live in love. And as we do that, we put the gospel on display. We bring others into community with believers. We bring others into situations where they can see the truth of the gospel, where they can see God at work, and that they can hopefully glorify him for what he has done in their lives and in their midst. As far as a question from this passage, one of the things that we see here is this collection for the saints in verse 1. What is that talking about? So this was actually a collection that we see numerous places in Scripture. We see in the book of Acts, as well as some of the other letters, that Paul is gathering funds to take back to Jerusalem. And you might ask, why is he doing that? Why is Jerusalem receiving these funds when there's people all over the known world at this time who probably have great needs? And so the significance of this collection and its main focus was providing for these individuals in Jerusalem because of the famine that was in the land, as well as the overpopulation that had caused it to be very difficult for these individuals who were in a Low status to be able to live. And so the collection was brought from those who were prospering, and the collection was brought to these individuals in great need on behalf of the people who were traveling from these churches. And so the Jerusalem collection, or this collection of offerings and these extensions of these other things, was not necessarily their normal giving, but it was done by these people who were setting something additional aside, storing it up, and sending it with. Paul and other travelers who would be taking it back to those people in Jerusalem. In doing so, he would send it often with like a delegation of people so that it wasn't just one person who was taking that. And so we see some different names that are mentioned here who could be a part of that. We also see that here in the verses, it talks about that when you get that, the people who they have accredited by letter those people will carry that gift to Jerusalem. And Paul even signals the importance of this collection in terms of him saying, hey, if it's even necessary for me to accompany that, I will do so. Because it's that significant and that important for the universal church to see and to feel the love of those believers that are able to now provide for the weaknesses and the trials that these individuals in Jerusalem are experiencing because of the famine and because of the overpopulation and many other situations that would lead for their life to be extremely difficult in this season of time. So we want you to look at other things in this chapter that might be questions. Maybe you want to look into some of the people that are mentioned here or some of the other topics that he talks about as you do so, the desire is always to be searching and seeking God's Word for how He reveals Himself to us, how He calls us and draws us to Himself, and how He desires for us to live in obedience to the way He reveals Himself. A quick note here before we do send you guys off today is that we are going to be pausing this study for the month of December, as we're asking all of our people who have been following along to participate in the Advent Emphasis that our church is doing collectively. One of the reasons that I ask that is because I want to make sure that we're all pausing and we're all taking a time to do this together as a whole body of believers. Because when we're all studying the same thing, when we're all focused on that together, when we're all devoting ourselves to studying God's word in the same passages, it's allowing us to focus our discussions and it's allowing us to focus our ability to see how God is calling us as a the individual community of believers to be living on mission for him and so we'll be pausing this and we'll come back at the start of the new year with our next book we'll be jumping into second Corinthians and so you'll notice that we won't have podcasts here for the month of December as we are in this advent season and as we are seeking to allow our people who have been devoting themselves to following this to doing that same activity with what we are called to do here in this advent season with the different things that the church will be providing and so look for those in the coming days look for an explanation of that here on Sunday. And I know that you will be equally blessed by the opportunity that you have to collectively study that with other believers and to talk through the way in which God is revealing himself to you through those scriptures and the summaries and the different things that are present in that activity. So we pray that as you do that, as you continue to study God's word, even in our little absence here for a month, that you will do so knowing that you are loved.